Welcome to Beaver Does Movies, my name is James Beaver. We're going to try this again, because the microphone's messed up. I kept turning myself higher, and I kept turning you lower. So what I'm going to do is we're going to do this again, because that's how it is. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still learning this stuff, and I apologize. So, I'm talking to Alberto Garcia Mendez, a man that's actually helped me get into the podcasting game. It was always a thought in my head for when getting into this whole situation and this man helped me kind of gave me the boost i needed that i could do it and i'm really thankful that for this guy and what he's done to help me so i i've decided to help him because he has a podcast of his own and i've decided to bring him on to talk about his podcast and hopefully get him back into it because you at the moment you're kind of on a hiatus correct i am yeah and so i've decided that I'm going to do some therapy right now by having you on my podcast (laughs) and helping you out in the only way I know how, and that's watching a great karate movie. Done. So welcome to the podcast, Alberto Garcia Mendez, which is a mouthful, and I'm surprised I've not fucked it up yet. Thank you for having me on. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, I would like to talk about your podcast. It's an interview-based podcast with interesting people. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And uh, what kind of guests have you had? So far, I've had some some entrepreneurs, uh, whether they be in like, the floating industry or the coaching industry i'm really into like human development so yeah. anything that i can get that's informative or anybody that um has helped me out in life like the guests that i've had they've personally helped me yes. in different ways whether that be like i said some life coaching or whether that be floating i had, had a good friend of mine who he, his name is dustin erickson he owns a float in our uh, float spa in uh, british columbia and okay. it was just, you know, he's just like, just a really down to earth guy. So I had him on the podcast and I've had this really nice psychologist, this lady can't remember exactly what kind of psychology she did. Yeah. So I've had a few people on and I just, whatever's interesting and whatever I can. Exactly. Exactly. And so I've listened to a couple of episodes, especially the one with uh, Daniel Cobb from oh, Gra- yeah. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. who, who I've met. And it was very interesting to go into the ins and outs about Gracie, which is also in helping with your development because it helps you with your fitness and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very personal podcast, I've noticed. It, like you've said, it's people that have helped you in the past. And it's learning deeper meaning. It's a very interesting podcast. If you want to give the name for people to listen right now, we're yeah, going to get plugs sure. right now, but you can also do it afterwards. <laughs> it, it's all up to you. Or would you like to get into the movie? Oh, yeah. My podcast is In Stream Connections. And yeah, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. Yeah, I recommend checking it out. Yeah, I recommend it. It's very it's very interesting if you want to like learn self-development. So let's get into movies. This is Beaver Does Movies, of course. <laughs> and we watched the, I don't know, was it 1986 when it came out? I believe I will double check it. Uh, no Retreat, No Surrender, starring for the first time ever, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I want to ask you right now, what is your experience with Jean-Claude Van Damme? And what is one of your favorite movies of his? Uh, I just respect him as like an athlete. Yeah. And to be honest with you, this is uh, one of my favorite movies so far. Awesome. So it was awesome. good. 
Yeah, he's yes. really young in this one. He is. So it was cool to see yes, that. Yes, it's 1986 Van Damme, so I think he was in his 20s. Yeah. And he was very badass in this movie. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a break right now, and then we are going to go deep into No Retreat, No Surrender. And we are back. Welcome back, Alberto. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good, good. So uh, we watched 1986's No Retreat, No Surrender, directed by Corey Yuen, who is mainly a action director. He did a lot of Jet Li movies, The Expendables, The One, Romeo Must Die, and such. So he's not really a director by trade, but he's mainly a action director. Right. So you can kind of see that with a way that a lot of the scenes are directed in this, that he's not dialogue heavy <laughs> no he like he likes to show a bit of action the release date was may 2nd 1986 running time was a nice and smooth 84 minutes yeah. i love anything that's under 90 minutes especially for this podcast yeah because an hour and a half is perfect if i get two hours i had that with batman and robin when i did an episode and i hated every minute of it just because mm. it felt too long Right. Yeah, what is your opinion on long movies? They have to be pretty damn good, like Lord of the Rings. Yes. Something that really, like... But that's because it has a decent structure to it, whereas if they're going for the same thing, we're just padding it with useless junk. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yes, that that is a problem. I I do like short movies. It's like the same as, uh, kind of going on tangent, but like video games too. Yes. Like, I'm one of those guys, eight hour long game. That's like perfect for me, eight hours. Yeah. Because I like things that finish. Yeah, I like it when they have... Eight hours, but they have side quests if you want to. Mm-hmm. But you can finish a story in a certain amount of time. My example is God of War for the PlayStation 4. The newest one? Yes. Yeah. About 12 hours, but you can do so many side missions, but it's satisfying when you finish it. And yeah. you can come back to it if you want, but it's still fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption and... <laughs> oh, I heard that's long. Yeah, it's a badass game. Yes. Let's uh, go into a synopsis about this movie. Uh, Jason, you've told me earlier, before I even got here, I hope you know the name of every single character in this movie, because I do not. <laughs> you actually told me that. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I wrote it down. I read the... I'm, I did my research. Uh, Jason, after his father is brutally beaten by New York karate guys, I want to talk about that a bit deeper later on. They moved to Seattle where... Jason keeps getting bullied by other people. Eventually, he meets a master, which we'll, we will talk about later. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Mm-hmm. And he eventually gets revenge on the man that broke his father's leg and saves the day. That's pretty much it. And so, yeah, let's, let's begin. Let's talk about... Let's talk about... Mm-hmm. That was a good summary. It's Crawley Kid. Yeah. It's Crawley Kid, just a little differences. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Mr. Miyagi. You got the... You, you got the Johnny... Got everything about Karate Kid is in this movie. <laughs> and so let's talk about Jason. Jason is the main character. Right. What, what, when you first see him, he's training, but he's that loser in martial art class that sees stuff in movies and just does it. You, you ever see that guy when you're at like jujitsu class and they watch something in UFC and they try and do it without ever being taught? <laughs> yeah. And he's just being a jackass. That's what I do. <laughs> That's you. So, so this is you then? <laughs> yeah, you get. Yeah, totally. It's just. Uh, and then I find it funny because he was born in 1962, so he's 24, wow. and he's he's meant to be 18, 17, 18, but he acts like he's 15. When he when he argues with his dad, it's like a 15 year old yelling at his dad. <laughs> yeah, you realize? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice that. That's uh, it's just. It's especially a scene where he runs off after having an argument with his dad for fighting at a party. And he runs into his garage, which is like his shrine to this character that we will be talking about later. And he's just screaming, punching the bag. That's it. 
What are your thoughts on this man-child? You know, at least he wasn't beating up people on the street. So he, <laughs> he, he, was, he was coming close. He, he definitely, he has some dad issues. That he, he oh, he did. He did not sort out. But his dad was an issue in itself. Yeah, he was, I, he was a little bit too passive, oh, well, in his, my opinion. I'm going to go into his dad right now. He is not a good actor. Oh, that bugged he, you, eh? He was wooden. <laughs> he was as wooden as the board that he punches in class. <laughs> yeah. And when Jean Claude Van Damme breaks his <laughs> knee, he's screaming. It's like, grow up, man. Yeah. I, I've broken my leg and just walk it off. <laughs> just walk it off. Yeah, his acting was a little bit uh, bizarre. Yeah, it was very. But what I realized with that is the guy who wrote the script was a first time script writer. Oh, okay. And he was an associate of the director and the producer. And he says, hey, Write a script for it. It's like, I don't know how to, how to, just do one. So that's why it's all stilted. Oh, okay. So that's where everything comes from because you you hear the thing and it's just what's on the page. There's no flavor to it. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, and it kind of made it cringy. It did, it did. You know? Yeah, and then when, he get, when he's like laying in bed before he moves to Seattle, he has this inner monologue that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and that's where the badness of the script comes in is it's tell not show they have to tell you that they're moving to seattle rather than just moving rather than just showing that he's moving and then a little side going i wish we didn't have to move we have to that could have been it but he had to have this in a monologue with him on his bed with his leg all plastered up (laughs) and then what is with this boss from new york what are they doing? In the movie, apparently the big bad guys are these people from New York who are going from karate dojo to karate <laughs> dojo, beating the piss out of them, and then just apparently taking over. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, it was it was weird. It, like, first of all, I was surprised there wasn't any guns involved. No. Like, it just seemed... They're solving it with karate, apparently. They're like, yeah. But the, if you had Ivan the Russian at your personal army, you wouldn't need guns either. Right. Because that man's a badass. Yeah. So that, that that's not a problem. <laughs> Ra- rather than, apparently, they're just probably cheaping it because usually if a big company is trying to take over like, other towns, they would open a place next to it, make it cheaper, and then just bring in students that way. Mm-hmm. But they just outright come in and just take it over. And I think that's the Hong Kong influence because you often see those movies where instead of the American way of business where it's go ba- go beside them, cheap them out, run them out of business, it's show up, beat the fuck out of them. This is my place now. Did you ever see it, man? Yes. Yeah, the kind of that rings to that rings to me. Yes. So it's using that Hong Kong influence and yeah. with it being an American movie, it doesn't work in the context because those would have been arrested. Yeah, you kind of you kind of like you you're just constantly expecting them to like get arrested. Get arrested or up their game. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of just kicking the shit out of everyone, like yeah. they're like they they go town to town breaking people's limbs. Yeah, that's basically it. It's pretty gangster. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I, and that's the thing. They never ever mention who these people are. Are they a karate company? Are they a corporation? Are they the mafia trying yeah. to take it? They never. It's so vague on mm-hmm. what they are, but they're good enough to like fly everywhere, have limos, <laughs> smoke cigars, <laughs> and hire badass Russians. Yeah. So I want to get into Ivan the Russian. Yeah. That is played by Belgium actor Jean Claude Van Damme, superstar. This is the movie that made him. Eventually, he went on to do Bloodsport and Kickboxer. But this is where he got his start. 
And when you first see him, he is the epitome of badass. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Because he's wearing the all-white suit with a red tie. And he steps upon, like, one of his teammates' knees just to kick him out in the face. (laughs) And he's badass. He's dressed for business. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, that's the last you see of him until the last 20 minutes of the movie. You do not see him often in this movie, even though he's plastered on the posters. Mm -hmm. After that, you don't see him. Yeah, it's did, not, you, did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed it wasn't... They kind of... I was expecting the story to revolve around him, but like, they it, revolved it around Jason. Yes. For the most part. I was expecting him to like show up just like as someone to think, or even flashback something for Jason to strive for, to beat, because he wants to avenge his father. But it never happens. It's, it's like at the end of the movie, they were like, oh shit, we've got to remember we've got that Russian. Bring him in now. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Because there's whole this whole other subplot in the middle and then they go to the end and it's like, Oh oh shit, we forgot about that part. Let's get it in there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a it's like two separate movies. <laughs> if you took out like the start and the end and smushed it into one movie, it would work. Right. You know, him doing there a bit of him training on his own mm-hmm. and then he ends up saving whoever. Yeah, they were good montages too. They, oh, the montages. The montages. The montages. Unreal. That's what made the movie yes. good. Yes. So the montages, I'm going to scroll down for that one right now. You get the failure montage where he's trying to do everything with yeah. his master, which I'm holding off on. That's going to be like the last thing we talk about because it is so amazing. <laughs> Usually with montages, they start off with them not doing well. Right. And they don't do well. And then there's a weird thing where the best friend, RJ, Pops his head around the corner and then just sort of dives on his chest while he's trying to work out. <laughs> he's doing midair pelvic thrusts for some reason. And this kid decides, you know what? I'm going to fuck with him. Dives on his chest and then it ends in a tickle fight. <laughs> I'm like, um, not to seem homophobic or anything, which sounds bad in itself, but there was a lot of tension between them two. They were like overly close. <laughs> You know, I have no problem with that at all. But they were like hugging, tickle fights. And then we get to the successful montage where he is very badass. He's basically slamming his back against the board while doing sit-ups. And then we get another scene where he's doing the pelvic Mm -hmm. thrusts. And and RJ's basically on his crotch as he does his pelvic thrusts. And there's like three cameras focusing on it as he's happily licking a lollipop. Yeah, it was uh, questionable. It was. Cool for them, if it is. It was just very weird. Yeah, I think they, 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 were, very they were just, I think they were just like super close friends. Yeah. You know, just but, people that you uh, can be like silly with. Like I said, I really do think it's a Hong Kong influence. Probably. There's something in the culture differences that yeah. they just don't get. Because each culture has this different thing. You, you hear of people from like an Asian culture who are very close and will do stuff like that. Whereas here, we're more standoffish, handshake and stuff like that. Yeah, it was definitely a little bit weird to see. It was. So yeah. I'm going to go into RJ right now. Okay. The token black guy. Yeah. Because he is. Yeah, he totally is. Yeah, as a Jericho, he raps. He does a breakdancing. Break <laughs> he dresses up as Michael Jackson. He's a comic relief. He's the character that kind of brings along the, the plot in a way. Because he introduces them him to the new dojo. Yep. Which is fucked up in itself. Yeah, the new dojo didn't make a lot of sense. Because, so, RJ takes uh, Jason to sign up. And immediately he's in a class. Right. Usually you sign up, you make sure your payment's gone through. And then... 
maybe a couple of days later when there's like a beginning class but they threw in the deep end yeah they kind of just went all the way and dean kind of the johnny of the movie yeah was in i swear he was around the corner going we got some fresh meat right here and then i just <laughs> popped his head around so i'm gonna go into before i finish that dojo story we're gonna go into another character scott the bully mm. and when he's introduced he is disgusting yeah he's uh it's funny how they make him out to be like kind of make him into like this like monster who's just like and they, yeah. obnoxious he's he just is. obnoxious they actually, give, they actually give him a face turn at the end they did what? Sorry, I'm using a wrestling term. A face turn is when someone becomes a, a good guy. Oh, okay. So, it, oh, because okay. at the at the end fight, he actually tries to jump in and fight Ivan the, the Russian. He actually bites him on the ankle. Yeah, I was pretty happy that he yeah. stepped up. Yeah. So when Scott is introduced as big bully, he's watching RJ and uh, Jason meet awkwardly because it's like still to dialogue while they're talking to each other. And then he's eating a full cake. He, he doesn't have like a slice. It's like half a cake with like a huge bite mark in it. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, we have a Bruce Lee enthusiast here. <laughs> and that's, shh, that's for later. We then meet him. Then he's talking to some guys and apparently he's buying them food. Yeah. And he has mustard around his face the entire time. And me, that's my pet peeve. If you have food around your mouth, get away from me. <laughs> get away from me. Because I hate that. And he had it on for a good five minutes. Yeah, he didn't care. He was, I wanted he to dive into my screen and punch him in the mouth myself. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe your face. Yeah. I carry wet. I, I have a habit of taking wet wipes with me just in case. <laughs> I just put it on my hands and slap people in the mouth. Just even the bully was like pretty childish too. Oh, like, he was. He it was, was like it was kind of cringy too, kind of seeing how he was acting because you're like, oh, like this is their idea of a villain. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was just kind of funny. Like the more and more I read back into this movie, it makes sense that it's from someone that doesn't understand American culture. It's someone that understands Hong Kong and it's more childish Yeah, when they write stuff. They don't want to go too gritty. Yeah, it was it was definitely more childish. It was yeah. like Karate Kid. Like, was- like Karate Kid, that was pretty violent. Like Johnny was stomping him down mm-hmm. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, the worst he would do is to kind of push him around yeah. and then maybe take a swing at him. And so eventually, when we go back into the dojo, Scott sees Jason and says... That guy bullied me, cut my head open, kick, you know, did this. And he says that Seattle karate is shit and California karate is the way to go. For some reason, the Dean lists, uh, his name is Dean in this movie. He's kind of like the rival, like I said. Mm-hmm. He listens to him and goes, you know, what? we're going to get a best guy to fight this new kid and beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> Just, I'm going to listen to this white belt right now. Because yeah. apparently what is, he says goes. Yeah. You know, rather than go, we're not he's come here maybe we can calm him down a bit which is usually what martial arts does mm-hmm. when, when you do martial arts they usually try and get you to control yourself not go out there and beat the fuck out of people yeah but the opposite happens and they do like a kumite wall of death and beat the fuck out of him pretty much and basically run him off yeah and so Dean I'm going to start talking about Dean right now he's the coach trainer at the dojo pretty much a douche Mm-hmm. He eventually does like a little face turn at the end just because but that's because they're fighting a worse enemy and that's pretty much it like i said i'm with john claude van damme in this movie he's i equate this movie to the terminator for arnold schwarzenegger because hmm. 
John Claude Van Damme in this movie barely talks, and everything he does is amazing. And this, I think, kind of helped him get to that next level. Right. You know, from a guy that would just do stunts and be in the background, it was like, look at that guy, he looks awesome. And it kind of put him into, like, kickboxing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Back, back to the father, I'm, I'm going everywhere, but the father eventually gets... A, I like the little storyline between him and his son. It starts off because he's basically PTSD from the beating out even the Russian gave him. Mm-hmm. He's He refuses to fight, refuses to let his son fight. He's afraid of everything. Every time his son gets into fights, trying to, he's not even doing anything. He's just trying to defend himself because everyone else is trying to beat the fuck out of him. He lambasts him. Mm-hmm. And you actually get a funny scene where his dad tears down his posters and uh, Jason is in the corner just crying. Eventually, he steps up and ends up fighting people at the bar and his son steps in to help. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a nice little thing. But like I said, this whole middle section doesn't make any sense. It's just kind of either there to pad time, I believe. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was like interesting to see what the dad's philosophy was on karate because he just a, took it to like a new. He just took it to an extreme, like to the point where it extreme wasn't, pacifist. Yeah, it wasn't useful. Yeah, and you know you got to avoid fights, which is what the son like. You got to use it the way the son was using it because yes. the son avoided the fights. He didn't want to fight, and then he when they got in his face, corner. he used his martial arts, and then. His father, you know... Lambasted him yeah. for it. And then, you know, you're frustrated at that character. Because oh, in the whole time in the back mad. of your head... Because was, he just keeps doing it. Yeah. But then when he eventually got back up that drunk, I was kind of cheering because it was it was actually a nice moment because he kind of got a backbone. Oh, like when he flips out on Scott? No, no, no. Um, I was happy there too when he kicks out Scott from the, uh, from the bar. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't Scott. Wasn't it? No, no. It was some other dude. He was the bully. No, he wasn't the bully. It it was somebody else. It was. Okay, cool. And then eventually he's going back to work and he's cornered by the drunk guys. Yeah, I And then this, yeah, this great moment where Jason runs in and helps his dad and yeah. they team together to beat the shit out of these <laughs> 40-year-old men. It's like an <laughs> 18-year-old kid beating the shit out of these 40-year-old men, which was funny to me. Yeah, and it made sense the way and he it made was sense. doing it. And it was a nice story element and it really worked because it kind of brought them both together because... Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I like, the mom in this movie is non existent. Do you remember the mom in this movie? She's in two scenes and she does nothing. Oh, the. Um, Jason's mom. Yeah, like roughly. I think she just like. She, she's just there. Just go, she said hi and hi. Bye. Help, help, me, help me move. Help me move these boxes. Yeah, there's no reason. I know. Yeah. And then there's another bit where there's another subplot where apparently there's this girl he knows in Seattle and they've gone on dates and everything and you never ever see it. Mm-hmm. The sister of the, the US champion. Mm-hmm. They just bring it up and it, you didn't get any explanation. It just happened. They just start to date. It's just, yeah, apparently they're dating and Dean likes her as well. And it causes another fight. <laughs> that, like I said, there's a lot of things where just, stuff just happens. I thought it was pretty funny how Johnny was like hitting on her and... Uh, Dean? Yeah. Dean, yeah. yeah. Like, his character was like... Johnny was nuts. Like, he was just, like, so... Like, when you first meet him, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be, like, legit. Like, legit He's gonna fuck. be a decent guy. He's gonna be decent. And then you start to see he's a bit of a douche when Scott kind of 
goads him into starting that whole Kumite bullshit. Yeah. And then he gets even more worse once the party happens. He's basically full-on bullying Jason. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then he even, like, sexually assaults Ian's sister. Because she's just sitting, standing there minding her own business. He just comes in and starts, like, making out of her without yeah. her consent at all. I was surprised she wouldn't get a little bit more upset, though. Yeah. She kinda and d- you figured he would be more respectful considering she's the sister of... Oh, I know, right? Sensei. Yeah, yeah. You figured he would be a lot nicer to her and kind of, like, back off because that's bad news. But maybe because he was away on trip, he was like... I'm just going to be a douche and try try shit right now. Yeah, he didn't really have a high moral standard. Yeah. He was kind of a douche. Let's get let's get into the major thing about this movie. This movie is in tribute to Bruce Lee. Uh, there's a lot of imagery of him. The garage is filled with it. Jason loves him. He likes to do his moves. Mm-hmm. He does it in the first scene. They even visit his legit gravestone because it's based in Seattle. You actually see his gravestone. I think that's his actual gravestone. Yeah, I was wondering. And so you think, oh, this is pretty cool. And so after he gets bullied at the party, he runs to the grave of Bruce and begs Bruce to come and help him. Yeah, he does a prayer to Bruce, which was like... Like a crying, screaming prayer. prayer. He was desperate because everything he was doing, like he kept... Everything kept fucking up in his life. And then he finally just asked, you know... Bruce, I need your help. Yeah. And you would think something would come in the way, maybe an old student. But no, they went full hog. Yeah. The spirit of Bruce Lee shows up. So what happens is after Jason's dad wrecks the place, he decides to move all his equipment into some random abandoned house that they found. There's an abandoned house that RJ knows, so they build it up. And then he's resting in there, and then Bruce Lee shows up. So an interesting thing about this actor is when Bruce Lee died... In 1973, they replaced him with an actor. The actor that replaced him with is the actor in this movie. Mm-hmm, okay. It's the same guy. Hmm. So they got the guy that they put in just to finish off any scenes that they made is this guy. The only problem is he looks nothing like Bruce Lee. No, he didn't. He looks I no- was going to ask you about that. I'm like, no. Damn. And here's the thing. There's a funny scene where he's looking at Bruce, Bruce Lee. I'm doing air quotations. And then he look, looks at a poster behind him and goes, Master Lee? <laughs> and it's like it looks nothing like him and the, the funny thing is they actually have posters of the real Bruce Lee yeah. so you know it's not the real guy <laughs> and the way he speaks it's ADR uh, ADR is where they add the voice after the fact because this guy can't speak English hmm. or can't speak it in an intelligible way which the script then demands so they've probably got some other guy just to do over the top hmm and so he starts training him. And Bruce Lee is a douche in this movie. Is he? He beats the shit out of him, tells him he's pathetic, constantly keeps kicking him in the chest. I feel Ab- like he needed that a little bit. He, he needed it, but <laughs> to a point. <laughs> he, he Apparently he has a sponsorship with Diet Coke as well. Because when he tries to tell him about the whole, this is you, and shows him like a full wa- glass of water. Oh yeah, I remember that. The Diet Coke is facing the camera like you would in a commercial <laughs> and he actually he actually says diet coke the spirit of bruce lee says diet coke <laughs> so bruce lee starts training this man and we get the awesome montages and after he finally does the final the motion he just disappears without a word that's yeah. it you never see him again yeah you kind of just oh, almost offered him a gift yes here's my gift to you my last thing yeah uh, also in this movie, the term no retreat, no surrender is uttered multiple times. 
and that gets extra bonus for me. Definitely. When, when, when in a movie you say the title of your movie, mwah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. So also another thing is every like part of this movie, when you see a hit, it has sound effects to it. Yeah. It, that is the Hong Kong influence. Yeah. This is more of a Hong Kong movie. It's a Hong Kong movie filmed in America. I feel like it's important for viewers to know that too, because if they watch a movie and expect like this Western style, they're going to be sadly mistaken. Exactly. This, this ain't a cry kid. It's more of a, yeah. a Hong Kong movie with American actors. Yeah. And another thing I just realized when Jason went to do, went to the party, he brought present. He bangs into Ian, yeah, the brother of the, the girl he likes, yeah. and nearly drops the present. And then hands her the present, and there's a baby bunny inside. <laughs> it's completely wrapped up. There's no holes in there. This man is a psychopath. <laughs> you do not give a, a girl you like a rabbit and then nearly drop it and then have no holes in it. You would have it, like, steady and move away from people. Right. That's not how you handle out rabbits. <laughs> And so eventually, the end of the movie, we get the the plot we all came for. So the New York bosses have challenged Ian, saying, "We want your dojo. We want you and your dojo a part of our whatever the fuck we are." Mm-hmm. And so they decide to do a team battle where it's when it stays on. And it's funny when they introduce the karate teams; they have like sports style nicknames. They're like the New York Maulers and the Seattle Psychics. Oh, yeah. Did you, know, <laughs> did you notice that? <laughs> so they're all, they're all like wearing that. And then eventually the, the boss comes in and goes, nah, fuck you guys, to his own team, pretty mm-hmm. much. He goes, we don't need you. And they're just like, mate, we got ready. <laughs> can, can, we, can we fight? No, nah, no. Nah. Send, send in Ivan. Send in Ivan. Yeah. And Ivan violently beats the shit out of the Seattle sidekicks, mm-hmm. which includes Dean, the top fighter who beat the shit out of Jason, and Ian, the, the brother of the love Yeah, interest. I was pretty happy when Johnny got his ass kicked. He got beat the fuck out of. Yeah. He got kicked so hard, he fell through the ropes and dived out like a wrestling suicide dive. I feel like if Johnny and Jason were to fight at this point, Jason would just oh, yeah. totally obliterate because him. Because Johnny kind of plateaued. Yes. And then eventually, after... Ivan beats the shit out of the top student. We finally get, like, the US champion versus Ivan the Russian. And it's winner take all because they're very confident because Ivan the Russian is an amazing fighter. Uh, He also has this cool little thing when he beats uh, Johnny, Dean. He does the splits on the ropes and just kind of stands. Oh, yeah, I remember that. This movie is so much fun. Just (laughs) with, like, little characterizations. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, the fight between the US champion and Ivan the Russian was very fun. Mm-hmm. it's very high paced a lot, lot of spinning lot, kept my interest mm-hmm. because karate can be very static this was just very like athletic and stuff like that eventually Ivan flips the fuck out and just proceeds to elbow the shit out of him in the ropes like ties him up in the ropes and is just elbowing him he lost his mind yes he lost 100%. his mind and then and he was even punching the ref at one point oh yeah he was he was being the ultimate bad guy yeah towards the end of this yeah then Jason jumps in Mm-hmm. Jason jumps in, does this sweet kick, knees him out, throw, helps the other guy. And then Ivan the Russian remembers him. You're the brother, you've improved. You're good. He says to him, you're good. And then Jason goes, I get better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, that's a good one. 
You know, I, you know what I thought was pretty funny too when Jason's lover gets thrown off the ring. Yes, I thought Jason was gonna go and catch her. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. Just, he just, just, drop her. just leaves her. Just leaves her and then goes straight for like a double knee right to the, uh, Dean's face. Or not Dean's. Yeah, uh, fuck that. Hey, I remember that kiss from Dean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, didn't say any, he didn't say shit to that. Take care of my rabbit. Knees him in the face. <laughs> and then, like I said, so apparently after a couple of days of training by the ghost of Bruce Lee is enough to fight a world-class karate expert. Yeah. Yeah, These, hardly like, believable. Because I think there's like a couple of days between everything. Something like that. Yeah. There wasn't much time. There right? wasn't much time. And so apparently Ghost Bruce Lee training is better than like a whole lifetime's worth of martial arts <laughs> training. Because he beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. So much so that even when he goes into like r- rage mode, he beats the fuck out of him. And he gets into rage mode when Jason goes to him, nice try. Russian, and then Van Damme just freaks the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, that might have been a, a off-script moment where he's just like, "Wait a minute, I'm not Russian, I'm Belgian." <laughs> <laughs> and then like, cut, cut, they're gonna kill him. They're gonna kill him. Stop, stop, stop. But yeah, so and then eventually we get Jason winning, beating the shit out of the Russian. I don't know how it stops anything because they could always just come back and go, "He wasn't actually one of the fighters." Let's do this again, and then they bring. The steroid driving the Russian even more or something like that. Yeah. And... Well, yeah. I think they got humiliated at that point. Yeah, they did. Because I guess it was like... Because apparently it this was, was more televised. About, and... Yeah, it was all about the show yeah. rather than... It, because it was definitely not legit. I mean, the guy literally pulled off the ropes and choked out Dean. Oh, yeah. So... I guess they got let, sent packing with a tail between the legs. But still, who is this New York? What is this monopoly that they're doing? I know. It doesn't well, make any sense. It makes no sense. I guess the boss had like a really, he was pretty funny too. Yes. Just like the way he talked. He was slimy. Yeah, he was just really slimy. Yeah. So that was no retreat, no surrender. Apparently there's four more sequels that have nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> None of the characters return and they add some new new people in. Wow. Uh, around the time in the 80s, the sequels would just have the name only because it made a bit of money and they would just piggyback back off of that. Mm-hmm. So maybe down the line we could do No Retreat, No Surrender 2. Yeah, There's sure a fourth movie called King of the Kickboxers, which is one of my favorite movies. Okay. And it stars Billy Blanks, if you know who that is. I'm unfamiliar. Do you know Do you know of Tybo? Uh, no. No? Okay. You, you play Street Fighter, right? Yeah. DJ? Uh, DJ, DJ. The Jamaican fighter with the uh, dreadlocks. Was he in, like, the first couple ones? He was in two and four. Uh, I can't think of him right now. Okay, anyway, <laughs> he's the basis for that character. Right. In this movie, he's the basis for that. It's about... A, oh, and then that's for sure that they made him the basis? Oh, yeah. They actually oh, made, that's they, awesome. Yeah, they actually mentioned it. That's so cool. And so uh, it's about a cop who, after seeing his brother get killed, mm-hmm. he becomes a cop, and then he realizes that his murderer is doing snuff movies in thailand where they find an arena and he kills people on camera whoa yeah and his name is khan khan yeah it's a great movie king of the cool. kickboxers aka tiger karate 4 aka no retreat no surrender 4 okay there's a lot of fucking titles yeah i, I could do a whole podcast just saying all the titles for this <laughs> movie. so um we're gonna take a break and then we'll be right back 
and we are back. So I want to answer. I want to ask you a question. This movie, would you recommend it? Usually, we don't have a rating system. The system I usually use is watch it, don't watch it, watch it in a group. What would you recommend? Mm, I think my first inclination would definitely be to watch it in a group. Yes, it's fun. Yeah, it's just one of those movies that you'll laugh at all the cheesy parts, and then when all the montages happen, you'll cheer and like you know your friends just get in that silly mood. Yeah, the uh, the montage has this music, and I actually have it on my phone, and I use it regularly when I'm working out. <laughs> it's one of I, I have a playlist of all che- cheesy uh, action movies montage music like rocky and stuff like that this is one of those things that i have on there oh it's good yeah yeah thank you very much for being on the podcast man i really appreciate it like i like we i discussed uh you're one of the guys that kind of helped push me get into this medium in live 23 episodes later i'm actually really glad to have you on and just talking man it's been a long time coming for you to come on here i actually want you to be one of the original but time and space mm-hmm. and stuff like that kind of got in the way but eventually i'm really glad that you actually came on and hopefully you can kind of get back into it i you know this is my intervention right now <laughs> we read a piece of shit you know <laughs> this is why i'm around we need you to get into podcasts <laughs> <laughs> but you know like i said do your own time but from what i've listened it would be really great to have it out there for you to put new episodes because they are very interesting have interesting topics Mm -hmm. it's very different from what i do but i like to think of my podcast as a bit of fun with some deepness thrown in there from time to time Mm -hmm. but definitely check out your podcast very chill like i enjoyed your podcast like a lot of it it's just nice for me to be able to sit down and listen to another perspective on like the same movie we watched and it's a different experience than what i'm used to doing like with my interviews and i like it that way like i like that i like that we did it this way this is very yeah you need you need variety you do honestly you can't have the if you have the same thing if everyone does a joe rogan podcast or if everyone does a mark maron podcast it'll be a lot boring you want to bring in your own personality and what works for you and what works for you is you like to introduce stuff that helps. Mm-hmm. With me, I like the escapeness of movies and I like the freeform conversation when you sit down with a friend and discuss a movie. Right. Like me and you just discuss for 40 minutes about a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie from 1986. Right. And it flew by. It did. And it's always good. I, that's one thing I strive for. So before before we go, would you like to do some plugs like what your Twitter and Instagram is? Yeah, my uh, Twitter is InStream Connections. My Instagram is InStream Connections. And uh, you can find me on Shout Engine as well as with InStream Connections and on iTunes as well. And yeah, like I hope you guys listen to it and have some fun. Like I said, I'm on hiatus right now, but depending on how things go in the next few weeks, I might just film my own. So yeah, and uh, I'm willing to I'm willing to help you in any way possible if, oh, if you ever need a guest to talk talk about even just podcasting as a medium. I I'm, I'm offering my services right now because I would like to see you come up because your content is very fun to listen to. Oh, I would love to have so, you. So yeah, and I will include a link 
in the bio of this episode so that people can easily access it. So, well, uh, thank you very much, Alberto Garcia Mendez. <laughs> I got it right. I was like, fuck, which, which way does it go? Which way does it go? <laughs> thank you very much for coming on f- for the podcast. You know, you've done a lot for me. And I really do appreciate it. So now it's my turn to plug shit. At Beaver Does on Twitter, Beaver JMM on Instagram, Beaver Does Movies at gmail.com if you want to send me an email or a suggestion or a thought or a concern. I would like, I like a concern. That'd be funny just to listen to. I might even read it on air if you do have a concern because I always like to uh, hear about concerns that you may have. It can't if it's not even about the podcast and you just want a concern about something, just go for it. I have a tip jar available just because I would like to pay some extra stuff to improve this podcast. Coffee.com slash Beaver Does Movies, KO-FI. Uh, we actually just switched servers right now, so you might not be able to hear this on iTunes by the time it comes out. Uh, we, we switched to Buzzsprout. You're on Shout Engine, but I actually wanted to change. I actually wanted to bump up some stuff. So I'm using Buzzsprout right now. Uh, we are now, officially, after months of complaining, are on Spotify, but then we're off everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how it is. I sacrificed everything to get on Spotify, and now I'm off everything else. That sucks. But thank you very much, guys, for listening to Beaver Does Movies. This is episode 23. Much appreciated. I don't know what's next. Enjoy yourselves.